success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. What can your fantasy football team teach you about investing for retirement? We're going to have some fun with this one today here on Success in the New Retirement. Here with Damon and Matt, I'm Jennifer Perry. Guys, it really has been nice, even if you don't play fantasy football, to at least have it on in the background on these fall weekends lately. Have you seen those videos where the wife says, if I play this song, my husband will come running and they like test it. They set up a hidden yes. camera and they start playing yes. the, the football music and all of a sudden the, the husband comes running in and like to the room, like what's going on? And like, they... Look at the TV and then they look back. What the, what the, but the, it's pretty funny. Yeah, if you haven't seen that on YouTube, it is hilarious. I love the wives that are trying this with their husbands. That dog whistle for a lot of you guys is just a football theme. And you're like, what game's on? Hey, I got to go to check it out. But uh, it is kind of fun to have football back so far this season. And uh, growing up, Matt, you talk about in the book, Success in the New Retirement, that you really were a Dallas Cowboys fan not yeah, so much it was, this it's year. It's one maybe, of my because... larger mistakes in life. You know, when I was when I was younger, once I got a little wiser and older, I you know switched to the home team. Okay, but, smart so. guy because they're not off to the best start uh, this <laughs> season. But uh, it was, I know, a really cool moment for you when you had a chance to catch up at a red carpet event with none other than Emmett Smith, who talked about you know the really the difference with the team in his day. What was it like sharing a locker room with Michael Irving and Deion Sanders? Absolutely fun. Irv and Prime kept it easy and light. They always had fun, which also invited other people to have fun. The spirit of our locker room was a great spirit, which made work a lot easier. I do say, you know, no matter if you're playing football or you're just in a typical office job, guys, uh, the people around you can make work fun or they can uh, make it miserable. But all those different players, I mean, you, you look at a team like that. They had so many star players and everyone did their job. And that's why they were so successful back in the day. And uh, when it comes to building our fantasy football teams, too, I think we're all looking for the pieces that are going to make us individually successful. But do you guys have the kind of time to invest like a lot of my friends do, apparently, on uh, building a fantasy football team every year? You know, I, I have played and I probably am one of the players in the league that they would say does not spend the time. <laughs> I'll keep I'll, I'll miss that a player's, you know, hurt or something like that. And so I am. Uh, I No, I don't. I, I'm the one with lots of kids. I'm the crazy one here. And so I just have way too much stuff to do that to spend time on, on doing that, although it is fun. So my son, this is his first year doing fantasy football. And so he's like totally into it. And so uh -huh. he's checking his lineup. He's making the adjustment. But he has friends like Damon was saying that, you know, they hardly check it. They've got guys that are injured, that they're not doing the right things. And so their lineup's not where it should be. They're not making the ads and the drops that they need to. And so we bring up this analogy because it's kind of like, okay, how does this relate to a financial show? Because people do the same exact thing with their 401k and their IRA accounts. There's some people that are super diligent about it. They're, they're watching it all the time. They're reading, they're making adjustments, and they're taking ownership of their financial plan and their investments. And some people doing it on their own do a really good job. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, they put it on autopilot. They just say, okay, you know, we got the auto draft. Well, we have just the auto, you know, diversification that your 401k sets up and you just set it and forget it. And people don't go in and make those adjustments. They don't make any changes to their investment strategies. And so we see a lot of problems. You have investments that are not doing what they're supposed to. You have not the proper diversification. And so you have basically a team or a, a lineup 
that's not going to get you the best result. And I think that's really important to understand because, you know, we talked about, we gave this analogy in the book that we wrote where we're talking about, you know, you could have 11 Joe Montanas on your team, mm-hmm. right? I mean, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever, you know, play the game. But if you, if that's all you have as quarterbacks on your team, well, who's going to block? Who's going to catch? Who's right. going to run the ball? You know, and so a team, the best teams that have ever been created right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are running away with it. But they have a great quarterback, they have great receivers, and they have a great offensive line. And so they have an offense that really works really well. That's the same thing with your investments. You need to have proper diversification because if you think you can just put it all into one stock or one type of investment and that that stock or that investment's going to always be the best strategy, mm-hmm. always going to perform well, you know, you're kidding yourself. And so you've got to have a plan. And if that's not going to be you, if that your personality is, I am not the one that's going to go in and make those adjustments or watch those things or I don't feel confident in making those changes. That's where you need to find someone that can help you that. That's where you need to take that time to get that second opinion to say, can this be done better? Can I reduce my fees? Can I increase my performance? Can I reduce my risk? Those are questions that need to be asked and and you need to find answers for those. And guys, especially after a year like this one, I would imagine that uh, if you're that person, you kind of take Damon's approach, like with his fantasy team, and you don't check up on things like your 401k or your investments, you might have a lot of risk in there that uh, you're not comfortable with and not even know it. And this is a year where maybe some of those adjustments could be necessary. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what's interesting is Matt and I do a lot of educating um, because we believe that uh, nobody cares more about your money than you do. And so you need to have some education to know what questions to ask. And one of the the college courses that we do, we go through and we talk about diversification and we talk about fees and we talk about all these different things. And one of the slides that always kind of gets people to have their mouth drop is realizing that just one percent extra in fees basically cuts off 10 years of retirement income. Wow. One percent. And one of your biggest culprits with high fees is mutual funds. And it's also one of the biggest culprits for not having good diversification. And so when someone comes in for that second opinion, we're asking a lot of questions and then we go and run some reports. And in that meeting, we're not telling them this is what you should do differently. We're we're basically saying, look, here's where you sit. And a lot of times that's a really eye opening moment as we go through and we say, look, you've got you know, on the surface on this front page, it shows 20 different mutual funds that you have. So it looks like you've got great diversification. Mm -hmm. But then we go further in the report and we show, look, do you realize that of these 20, you have high correlation among them, meaning you've got, you know, some that may have good performance, but you've got, you know, others that are doing almost exactly the same thing. It's like Matt said, you've got, you know, out of the 20, you have 10 Joe Montanas, but there's only one real Joe Montana. The other nine are other quarterbacks that are too heavy, meaning they have higher fees or they're not as quick or their offensive line's not good. And so you've got tons of mutual funds, but poor diversification. And then when we look at the fees, a lot of times that's where you discover what looks like a really good fantasy football player, what looks like a really good investment is really not doing as well. And it's dragging because the fees are too high and and you had no idea. And so having that conversation and helping people really understand where they're at helps them understand, okay, I understand where I'm going. And if I can cut out this much in fees and I can be better diversified, then when everything hits the fan, you know, my unsexy offensive line or my safer investments are what are going to save my portfolio in that time. And I'm not going to be so unsatisfied 
with the end results. And uh, I think when we're putting together our fantasy teams, guys, uh, a lot of people focus more on the quarterbacks, you know, the superstar players. A lot of times the defense does get ignored, though. But uh, in football, what do we always hear? Defense is what wins championships. And, and it's kind of the same lesson with our portfolios, too, isn't it? For sure. I mean, again, you can't have everything, you know, tied to just the stock market. You need to have some diversification through bonds. And again, like Damon was saying, I think the big silent killer is the fees. I, I can't tell you how many people have been in our office and said, well, I've got this 401k, but they don't charge me anything to have that account. And so I'm, I'm fine with that. And I'm like, time out, hold on, mm-hmm. let's take a look at that. And then when you do that Morningstar analysis, you can see that these mutual funds and these investments that are made up as part of your 401k, that there are a bunch of hidden fees. And so if you're sitting there driving, you're like, hey, yeah, my 401k, I don't have to worry about that one because my company pays the fees on that. Uh, that is not true. Yeah. And so that's what that report will do. It'll kind of pull back the layers, kind of show you what you've got going on so you can identify the problems. And again, like Damon was saying, let's say you have like five different funds and they're all very similar. You mean they're like a quarterback, so they all kind of do the same thing. Well, if you could take those five funds and you could find the one that has performed the best and has the lowest fees and say, okay, instead of having five of these, I'm going to take the very best one. Well, that seems like a pretty logical choice. Right. Well, that's what that report will do. It'll Mm -hmm. identify and say, hey, these three or four funds are very, very similar. And this is the best one. It's performed the best. It's had the lowest fees. It has the longest track record. So why don't we shift your portfolio so you just hold this one holding? You're still diversified. You're still spread out. But now you're being more efficient and being more effective with how you're growing your money. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.